Bibles, turn to Zechariah chapter 3 this morning. Find your place, let us stand. Verse number 1, And he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan. Even the Lord that hath chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? And Joshua clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thy iniquity pass from thy, thee, and I will clothe thee with chain of raiment. And I said, Let them set a fire mire upon his head. So they set a fire mire upon his head and clothed him with the garments. And the angel of the Lord stood by. And the angel of the Lord protested unto Joshua, saying, Thus said the Lord of the host, If thou wilt walk in my ways, and if thou wilt keep my charge, then shall also judge my house, and shall also keep my course. I will give thee places to walk among these that stand by. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you this morning, Lord. Thank you for your word. We thank you for your songs. We thank you for each heart that's here this morning, Lord. We just ask you to touch our hearts, lift us up, encourage us. Help us to be what we need to be, Lord. Help us to stand strong in these days that we live in. And Lord, we pray for our country today, Lord. I pray that they, uh, each one of the leaders get right, Lord, and turn us back to, back to you, Lord. Father, we just praise you for what you do. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Uh, here we find that the devil... Uh, will resist you. Verse 1, it says, The devil stood by on his right hand to resist him, the high priest Joshua. Anytime you start doing something for the Lord, you can bet that the devil will be there to resist you. He's going to try to get into your home. He's going to try to get into your church. He's going to bring a lot of resistance today. We find that there will be resistance in every child of God's life as a child of God. If you're looking for a Christian life that has no resistance, that's not the Christian life at all. If you think that you're going to go live for God and get away with uh, uh, the devil not uh, accusing you, the devil, devil not actively seeking to uh, resist you or pushing against you, uh, from walking with the Lord and, and reading your Bible and doing the things you're supposed to do, you're sadly mistaken this morning. There's not a Christian life that is in the Bible. In fact, the, the very name, do you know what the name Satan means? It, it means your adversary. And here in the text, he said that he stood at his right hand and resisted him. His very nature as an adversary is he's going to try to resist your life, come against you to do things to you. He resisted Job in chapter 1 and 2. When Satan came for the Lord and said he went to get, uh, to go, wanted to go get Job, and then we read he resisted uh, David in First Chronicles when he calls David to number the people of Israel. He resisted Jesus on his earthly ministry when he took him to the mountain of temptation. We read he resisted Paul. And read in Revelation he resisted the churches in Revelation. Satan said seat was at some of the churches and the depth of Satan was against them. 
Look, if he resisted Job and he resisted David and resisted uh, uh, Jesus, then you know that you're going to be resisted by the devil. Settle in your mind and settle it in your heart. The devil is going to come against you. Has anybody found it odd? Listen to me. Has anybody found it odd that when you start to doing activities of life that you enjoy doing, you find no resistance? I have never found resistance when I wanted to go to the golf course. I've never found resistance when I wanted to go to the lake and do some fishing. I, I've never found no resistance when I got ready to pack up and go on vacation. But let me just say this. I, I find my biggest resistance comes on Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. When I'm ready to go do something for God and walk with God and be with God, I find that's when the devil comes out against me the most. That is when you get in your fight with your wife, your children start rebelling, everything goes wrong, your hot water heater busts, your car breaks down. That's when you find all the resistance from the devil is when you're trying to do something for God. You're trying to live for God, the devil's going to come up against you. Amen. I've never felt resistance sitting down to watch TV. My favorite show, Evil Lives Here. <laughs> but I have found this, and this is what has happened to me lately, and I have struggled with it for the last three, four weeks. I find that when I go to sit down to prepare for a message, my mind goes blank. I cannot think of anything. I can't get anything done. And about that time, I start about thinking about things I should have done before that I need to get up and do them now. If I got something I needed to be doing and been putting it off, I find that's when the devil will just get into my mind and say, hey, you need to get up and do that. Have you ever found that when you're sitting watching your favorite movie and your phone never goes off? But as soon as you sit down to read the Bible, ding, ding, ding. That's why we say cut them off. That's why you get in your prayer closet. Shut the door. Don't let the world in. I find that when I'm trying to do something for God, that's when the devil comes after me the most. I'm trying to read my Bible, trying to prepare for messages, and trying to get ready, and the devil just puts things in your mind that should not be there. Have you ever found a resistance to turn on Facebook? We can turn that on and flick through it and never a problem. But when you open the Bible, it seems you've got problems in your life. Can I say this? Resistance can add something to you in your life. You say, well, how in the world the devil resisting me? How in the world the devil pushing against me? How in the world can that add something to my life? God uses resistance to strengthen you. The Bible said they endure hardness as a good soldier. Do you know what, how many people build strength? you know how they build strength? They, they have resistance. They lay down on a bench and they put weights and they resist and they push up and they, and they build strength. They get strength. In the military, we have uh, uh, called the Green Parades. We've got Delta Force. We've got the, the, the uh, 
seals, you got all these things. And what they do is when you start to go to these camps for these training for these, uh, immediately they start resisting you, trying to push you, trying to get you to quit because they want to see how far you can go. In all these military activities, they want to see what you can handle and what you cannot handle. In fact, in, in the uh, seals, they've got a bell against the wall at the door there, and they'll push you and push you. They'll, they'll let you come in about 2 o'clock in the morning and say, lay down, take a nap. At 2.15, they get you up and run you right back out. They're trying to break you down mentally. And what they'll do, they'll put a log on you. You're holding a log, and they say, hey, you can go get you some rest. All you have to do is go over and ring that bell. All you have to do, get a hot shower, get a good meal. Just go over and ring that bell. Just ring that bell. And when they go over and ring that bell, what they say, there's a quitter. There's a quitter. They want to get you down. And the devil does the same thing. The devil getting you here when you're trying to do something for God and work for God and walk with God and do what God needs you to do. The devil says, you know what? All you have to do is just stay home. You ain't got to go to church today. Just go ring that bell. Just ring that bell. Nobody's going to care. Nobody cares whether you put in the effort to come to church every time the door is open. Nobody cares whether you read your Bible or not. Nobody cares whether you witness or not. Nobody cares whether you get out of track or not. But I'm telling you, the devil will cause you to give up on God. Paul said, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh the messengers of Satan, to buff me, to resist me. He said, I prayed three times to the Lord that it part me. He said, oh Lord, take this resistance from me, from my life. You know what God said? I'm not going to do it, Paul. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. So most gladly, Paul said, I most gladly will therefore glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. The devil's going to come against you. God, Paul said, God is putting power in my life through the resistance that I'm going through. We're living in a day where Christians do not want to face anything. They will not go against anything. They will not stand for anything. Uh, and anytime something comes against them, they give up. They ring the bell. They quit. They're not going through it. They, they want a life where there's no resistance. And let me just say this. If you want a life, a Christian life with no resistance, then you're not living a Christian life. Amen. Because the devil is going to resist you. Not only the devil, but the flesh is going to resist you. The world is going to resist you. Because you're doing something for God. And he'll come against you in a heartbeat. Paul said, and if he came against Paul, who are you? Who are you? Can I say resistance tells people who you really are? It tells people who you really are as a Christian. It shows the world what's inside of you. 
I've, I've seen people to go through things, and I mean some horrible things. That are, we, we talk about death, the loss of a loved one, but I'm talking about somebody has faced cancer after cancer after cancer, and not only do they face it, their spouse faces it, their children are facing it. It seems like the devil has just come against their whole entire family, and yet they can still go to church and, and raise their hand and praise God. And the resistance tells the world who's inside of you this morning a lot of times we get resistance we don't want resistance in life we, we, we give up we want that everything good life we want everything smooth in our life we don't want nothing rough roads in our life but let me just say this the devil's going to do that to your life seeing so many good Christians go through afflictions and the devil is resisting them and the devil is telling them the whole time just quit just quit there's no need for you to do that. It, life would be a lot easier if you just throw your hands up and throw the towel in and give up. And I could say this, it would probably would for a while. He wants you to quit. He wants you to stop coming to Sunday school. He wants you to stop reading your Bible. He wants you to stop witnessing and telling people what God has done for you. I've seen so many announce that I have given up. I have quit. I don't want that as my record. I don't want that as what is known of me. I, 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 I think about this, and I, I think about Christians, and I think about families that still got kids at home. You got a child at home, uh, that child is looking at you and they're watching you the whole time of what you do, how you act, how you talk, what you're saying. And they wonder why, when affliction comes to your life, when resistance comes to your life, how do you handle it? I don't want that statement to be made of me. Well, he used to preach. Uh, he used to do that. He used to pastor. He, he used to be a good guy. But now all of a sudden, this came into his life and now he's not doing anything. I don't want that to be said of me. Would that, is that what you want to be said of you? Well, I, 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 I tried my best. I gave my best. I wanted to do my best. But all of a sudden, something came to my life, and I just could not handle it. And I just threw in the towel. I walked away. I've seen so many Christians do that. I've seen so many just say, I can't do it no more. Can I say the race that you're running is not a fair race? It's not a fair race this morning. The devil will do anything he can do to come against you. You ever been thought going down the road and all of a sudden throwing something thrown and hit you in the head? That's the devil throwing stuff in your pathway. That's the devil trying to hinder you from doing what God wants to do. Can I say this one? I'll get to the message in a minute. I'm just going to hunk up on this right now. The problem is, we're not as faithful as we say we are. And there's Christians sitting in churches today who say, well, I have never had a problem with the devil. Then you ain't got a problem with the devil because you belong to him. If Christians have a problem with the devil, that's mean they're trying to do something for God. Every time you try to get up and do something for God, for the glory of God, the devil's going to stand against you. Yep. 
And he's going to let you know that he's standing there against you. He said to Joshua, he stood on the right hand side of Joshua and he resisted him. He's trying to push him to get him to stop doing what he was doing. Like too many Christians give up so easily today. We, we like that cake and cookie ice cream. We want it all smooth. We don't want no ripples in our life. We don't want to face no mountains in our life. We don't want no resistance to come against us because we don't want that. I, I want the, the goodness of God, but I don't want the wrath of God. I want the blessings of God, but I don't want the curses of God. I, I want heaven, but I don't want hell. He is your adversary, and he's going to do whatever he can to get you off track from serving God, walking with God. The Bible says, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Not only we are on defense, but we're also on offense. That means you are supposed to resist it. You're supposed to, you're supposed to come against. The Bible says the gates of hell shall not prevail against heaven. You're, you're to come against the devil. You're to stand against him. And that's what we need to do. We're not just on defense to say that, but he said resist him. Re push him away. Re resist back to him. Push him back. Devil, get behind me what we're supposed to do. I am called to pray. I am called to walk with God. And we can do great damage to the kingdom of the devil if we pull together and do what God has called us to do. The devil is coming against us. The devil is coming against this world. The devil is coming against your home. The devil is coming against your children. The devil is coming against the church. He's trying to resist you today to get you to just drop out and don't come back. To give up. Throw in a towel. Walk away. Too many are doing it today. Too many are doing it today. Can I say this? The devil may be resisting you. The devil may be pushing you. You may be going through something this morning that nobody knows about and it seems like the devil has done gotten your ear and said, hey, uh, you ain't got to worry about that. Uh, you just let it go and do what you need to do. Uh, you ain't got to go back out and hang out with that crowd down at the church. Uh, you ain't got to go to church all the time. Uh, you ain't got to read your Bible. I'm just telling you, there's some things that we put in our heart this morning that we can resist and fight the devil and we will stand up against the devil. God will bless you in your walkings with him this morning. First of all, you do not need to be afraid. I'm not just saying that it, he doesn't send fear because he does send fear this morning. But you don't have to be afraid. Why? Because the Lord said, the same one that stood beside Joshua is standing with you and I this morning. Verse 1. And he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord. In case you don't know who that was, let me just school you a little bit. In the Old Testament, that's Jesus Christ. The angel of the Lord is Jesus Christ. Paul said in Acts, uh, uh, they were about to be shipwrecked. Uh, and he said, for there stood by me the night of the angel of God. 
whose I am and who I'm to serve. He's serving Jesus. That's who he's talking about. We, we find in the Old Testament he's always saying the angel of the Lord and every time they reference the angel of the Lord he's talking about Jesus Christ. Paul already done told us we shouldn't worship angels. The one he's talking about is Jesus Christ. What you have here is Joshua and Satan is standing on his side. He keeps pushing him. He keeps resisting him. Accusing him. But while he's standing there, he doesn't have to be afraid. While you're going through what you're going through, it doesn't matter what it is, uh, you don't have to be afraid. There in front of him stood the angel of the Lord. There stood God right before him. Somebody is for him. Somebody is with him. And can I say this? The devil can only do just so much to you. He can only do what God allows to do to you. He can't come against you and do all he wants to do because God says, whoa, that's enough. Uh, you've crossed a line. You can't go that far. And Joshua standing for him and said, Hey, devil, back off. This is mine. This is mine. The devil may poke. The devil may resist you. But anytime he gets ready, God can step in and say, That's enough. No more. We don't have to answer to the devil. Let me say this. I don't know if you are, and if you are, please quit. If anybody in here is talking to the devil, stop. Well, you say, well, he spoke to me. Well, if you got to speak to the devil, can I say this? Don't use your words. Don't use your words. If y'all realize this, I don't know if you have or not, but I have. Your words and my words have no authority whatsoever over the devil. Amen. I could say, devil do this, devil do that, and he look at me. I ain't got to listen to you. If you're going to speak to the devil, if you're going to have problems with the devil, and the devil, you say, well, the devil is in my ear to do this and do that, and you know it's the devil because the Bible says, try the spirit, make sure this is of God. And you try the spirit and it's not of God, then he must be the devil. Don't give the devil an answer. But just say, yeah, the word of God said. And when Jesus is on the mountain, when he's being tempted out in the wilderness, every time the devil tried to tempt him, Jesus didn't say, hey, my word. He said, it is written. It is written. It is written. He just said, I, I didn't use my words. He said, it's the word of God. It is written. It is written. It is written. And let me just say this. When the devil comes against you, say, hey, devil, it is written. Mm, let me say this, too. <laughs> We're gonna be, I'm starting to feel good. <laughs> you need to get some scriptures in your heart. You need to put some scriptures in your mind. Because we know that the devil is not a if he's going to resist you. It's not maybe if he's going to resist We know he's going to. Unless. Let me back up on that. Unless you're not a Christian. If we one of these fake things we got. Then he ain't going to come against you. 
But if he, if you are a Christian, you're trying to live for God, work for God, do the things of God, you better get you some scriptures in your heart, scriptures in your mind, because that's the only thing that's going to defeat the devil. That's the only thing you can use the devil. When the devil comes up, you say, hey, glory is the Lord. Use the word of God against it. That is your, that's your weapon right here. This is your weapon. This is what you need to use against the devil. Amen. This is what you need to use against the world. Amen. You don't got to give the devil an answer. In fact, your wisdoms cannot even come close to the devil's wisdoms. The Bible says David, Daniel's wisdom uh, made him a legend in his own time. Made him a legend. The Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuked thee, O Satan. Even the Lord have chosen Jerusalem to rebuke thee. Joshua did not use his own words here. He didn't answer Satan. He let the Lord answer for him. Talking about Daniel. He had, he had the wisdom that was beyond all, but the Bible says that, his, that Satan's wisdom was greater than his. So if his wisdom is so good, you cannot outthink him, you cannot work him, you can't outplan him. He's had 6,000 years of coming against mankind to figure out your weakness, where you're weak at, what you're against or what you stand for, how to get into your life, how to get into your home, how to get into church. He ain't no, he's not a dummy. He knows exactly what he's doing. That's why you can't stand against him by yourself. We can't stand against him by a church. We need the Holy Spirit of God in us to stand against the devil today. I'm tired of him winning. I, I'm tired of seeing him defeat Christian after Christian after Christian. And the reason why he's doing it, you try to stand against the devil by yourself. You can't do that. He is stronger than you, wiser than you. you well, I, I think I can handle the devil. No, you can't. Most of us can't even handle our wives. I'm telling you. He, 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 he's smarter than you think. Don't use your words. The Savior, when he came as a man, he showed us as a man how to combat Satan. When he spoke with Satan, he never used his own words. He said, it is written. It is written. So how can a small man like me stand against the devil? How, how can I resist the devil? You know, you get a small man, little bitty man, five foot two, standing against a man six foot four, six foot five. That, guy, that little boy, gonna, that little guy's gonna say, "I am no match." I'm no match. David looked at Goliath, and you know, I imagine through his mind, that's a big man there. Well, you know what makes a middle man equal to a big man? You put a gun in his hand. That'll give him all the confidence in the world. I've got something that can say, hey, we're on the same size. Uh, it doesn't matter how big you are. I've got something that can bring you down. 
I've got something to put you to your knees. I've got something that's going to make you turn around and run back. Can I say this? You've got something that the devil says, I don't want no part of. I don't want nothing of it. I don't need anything of it. You just take, say, devil, I've got the word of God. I've got the Holy Spirit of God. And the devil's going to say, I can't stand against that. I don't want no part of that. I've just got to back away. We don't use it. Why don't we use what the devil is afraid of, the word of God? Because you say, well... I didn't know that, but the Bible says that the devil trembles and fears the Lord. And if he's doing that, if he fears the Lord, he's going to fear the Word of God, but we don't use what God has given us to fight Satan with, this world. So we don't have to give him an answer. When he comes your way and starts whispering in your ear and resisting you, you got nothing in your hands. You better have some words in your heart. Have some scriptures in your heart. You ain't got to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid to stand against the devil because God is standing with you today. Can I say this? You ain't got to be ashamed. I, I believe the way the devil resisted Joshua in the context is I believe he was trying to say you are unworthy. You're dirty. You're unclean. You should be ashamed of yourself. Verse 3, Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel, and he answered and spake unto the, those that st- stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thy iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with a chain of raiment. He said, I know what the devil's been saying about you. He's been saying you're nasty, you're dirty, you're not worthy. You're not worthy to stand in front of me. You're not worthy to bow down before me. You're not worthy. You're not clean. You're not worthy to do anything in the temple. You're not worthy. Joshua, he's saying you're not worthy to do anything of what I need you to do. God said, you know what? Yeah, you are. If you're born again and saved, you are a priest of God today. The devil will come by and say, bring up all those bad things you've done, all those faults you had in your life, all those failures you had in your life. He'd bring those things up your mind and your past places you've been, all those evil things, all that dirty stuff that you used to be, all that filthy stuff you used to be. The devil's going to bring it up and say, you're not worthy. You're not worthy. You're unclean. I don't have to be ashamed because I'm covered with the blood of Jesus Christ. It's not my righteousness, but his righteousness. So when the devil looks at me, he sees the righteousness of Jesus. It's not my righteousness. And Satan said, look how dirty they are. Look how nasty they are. Look how filtered they are. But the Lord said, oh no, I see them in a different way. Get rid of those nasty garments. I'm going to clothe them with chains of raiment, and that is my righteousness. 
you get born again, you're clothed with the righteousness of Jesus Christ. We're, we're still not worthy. We're still not clean enough. But Jesus Christ is. Now when I look at him, he's got my garments, and I have his righteousness. His holiness has me covered today. You don't have to be ashamed. Now, none of us, have, I'm not proud of my past. But my past doesn't define who I am. The, the, day, the day I got down on my knees and called on the Lord Jesus Christ to save me, help me, uh, deliver me from this bondage of sin, uh, get the devil off my back, that defines me who I am today. It's still the blood that saves. It's still Jesus that still saves. You don't have to be ashamed. But can I say this? Mark this down. The devil is going to resist you. I'm trying to give you some help because I've seen too many walk down the pathway and just give up on God instead of saying, God, I need help. I'm facing this. I'm going through this. I feel like this. And God will give you the strength that you need. You don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to be afraid. And you certainly don't have to quit. Because God says, I'll be with you till the very end. And he means that. The devil resists you today. The devil is resistance that always. We as a child of God, we need to stand strong. Amen. Let us stand.